1: Real fan opinions brought to you by Washington Go.
2: Yo, what's good, people? Uh, long time no see. You're your boy Chris Kane here on Fan Park Live. I'm joined with my fellow host today. Got HH in the building. Um, I can't lie to you. I don't know whether uh, I'm in the studios right now or whether I'm in tape or. If this guy's really wearing something like <laughs> else. LA. Look, man, you know how I later. do, man. You know how I do, man. I know how you do. <laughs> I thought I went out last night. It seems like I'm so in the nightclub, but hey, you know we hate how you doing.
3: Hey. Look, man, living, living, I'm here just to again bring down some home truths, whether you like it or not. We may disagree on some points but I'm just here just to force you to come over Yo, to my opinion. I mean,
2: at least, at least foreplay first, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, easy, no, 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 no. Like, look, man, no. no. I've, just I've, easy got just I've got things tense, to say. I've got things to say.
3: I've got things to say because there, there's, there's 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 some philosophies that really piss me off from managers and so forth, and I just need to get some stuff off my my chest. So we're well, we're gonna get Did into have it. Did you breakfast this morning? No, I didn't actually. No
2: have breakfast it's the most important like, and I know and it, it is it is it is But look like man. bring the, 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 the stuff down or something. <laughs> no 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 I'll try
3: just uh, I only have one, a like, one meal a goal. day Black
2: people have hypertension a lot it runs in our genes <laughs> like you need to I'm playing so like I mean what were your obviously you we're covering the Cardiff mm. uh, City Arsenal game mm. um, Cardiff City came into the game without scoring a single goal I think mm um obviously no points on the board they're
3: getting relegated i mean that's a fa- that's that's that's, that's, I mean, that's you know, ha- it's it's happening it's happening i mean I no, mean, no like offense to Cardiff people i love my 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 Welsh brothers out there my Welsh brothers and sisters they're getting relegated so it's either 18th 19th or 20th pick one
2: that's it so pick your poison yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah so pick one
2: i mean you know they come into the into, into today without you know any kind of form mm. also came in with it's a bit it's been a bit of a mixed bag i think um you know we, we start off the game against the uh, Man City 17-18 you know, champions the 16-17 champions straight after that in Chelsea mm. um, you know as a Chelsea fan mm. sorry seems to have gotten gotten them to a decent place so yeah far. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know there's still work to be done mm. I think but um, first two games Arsenal lose both but with- and,
3: and then people have the audacity to start questioning whether Emery was the right man after those two games I was like because I said I don't know, Arsenal's season under a new manager after they've not had a new manager for over 20 years starts against West Ham man city record break you can expect them to win chelsea stanford bridge a place where it's tough you can expect them to win and really Yang scores that chance it's a whole different game like they had like three not half chances amazing chances against chelsea so that should have really been a draw so really i think for people saying like do you know how hard it is look at what happened with moise when when moise came in after ferguson was there for, for such a long time when Wenger has been at the club for such a long time and when he's more than a manager, he is literally the director of everything of the club. For a new coach, it's going to take time. And you can see that for Emery, this isn't his team. Mm-hmm. This isn't his team. So there are a lot of players. Because when you look at Sevilla and what he did with Sevilla and how Sevilla played, Arsenal are a long way from getting to what Sevilla are about. You know, So I think that for Emery, you've got to give the guy time um, before you really judge him. Like, with every new manager, the minimum two transfer windows so no really three mm. the one that, that initially you come into boy again that, that's too quick but really you need it to give him another summer and maybe the winter one before you truly judge him yeah. but I think you know with pertaining to, to this game man um
2: well I mean we'll let's cover the game the yeah. two 3-2 uh, to, to Arsenal mm. bit of a helter-skelter game you know Arsenal go and lead Cardiff take it back Arsenal going and lead again um, Cardiff take it back mm. and then obviously you get the Lacazette winning at the end Yeah, finished 3-2 so the scorers were Mustafi opened scoring in the first half mm. um, who was the Cardiff scorer was it uh, what's his name who was it? uh oh, yeah, was yeah yeah before the stroke of half time I think mm. um,
3: bad defending from Arsenal yeah. like all yeah. I mean it deserved though know, yeah yeah no it was deserved but, but I think like look man I think the Czech thing I think is an issue Jaka is crap He's he's he needs he needs to be sold.
2: Like, let's, do you know what? Let's get into that. We have got some calls coming in. Okay. And I'm sure they'll be mentioned. As okay, as for, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, just for those that want to call, I don't know the number: zero two zero three six zero six zero three one five. Make sure you get your calls in today, whether you're a Cardiff City fan, <laughs> Arsenal fan, whatever fan. Hey, what's good? You're on Fan Park Live. You're talking to Chris Kane and my man HH here. Uh, what are your thoughts? What's your name? What are your thoughts? My name is Ash. Uh,
1: Arsenal fan. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet and you too, I bro it was a bit of a mixed game but what Emery's done tactically since he's come in is uh, impressive
2: oh yeah so, you, so be Emery, specific what, what what has been impressive for you
1: so, so Emery's preferred style of formation is a 4-3-3 and one of the systems he implements is he allows the wingers to drift in yeah. so those players that can suit a centre forward role they get the chance to have pops of goal and it allows the fullbacks to bomb up forward creating a five man attack and he's managed to implement that in the 4 2 system, by having the white midfielders drift in like Aubameyang did for his goal and have the full-backs in support. But the one thing I don't like about the system is his use of full-backs, he's using them as wing-backs, and that's leaving two defenders in the back exposed. Xhaka isn't given enough protection, and he's still young. He's not learning from Xhaka more than he needs to. I think a system that would better suit them is a 3-4-3 three, three, because having that extra man behind it helps build him from the back it also allows the, uh, the full to bog up forward whilst having that defensive cover at the same time
2: I just mm. want to go back on that though. so my thing is is I understand this whole thing about having both full backs up I think that works in two different scenarios personally speaking mm. I think yep. when you're playing a 4-3-3 you, you assume that you're playing with one holding midfielder with two central midfielder support in the forwards and the attacking play, right? Theoretically yeah. speaking, you, shouldn't, you should always have a cover of three players. Your two centre-backs and your um, central defensive midfielder. Yeah,
3: your DM. Yeah, yeah your DM,
2: right? So you yeah. can afford to have both full-backs give you width high up the pitch. Hmm. Alternatively, what you can do is, as you're attacking down one side, you actually ask the uh back on the opposite side to drift in. So then you always have three-man covering that side because when a team is in this d- defensive phase, they're not going to leave one or two men up front. So, theoretically speaking, by always having three players giving you coverage, you should always have a 3-B-2 overload in defensive transition. So, as long as you press well, as long as you force the mistake, so there's not a quality of long pass after the opposition have won the ball back mm-hmm. and then you've got a situation where you've got two strikers, attacking the and for soccer all the time, I think you can get away with playing fullbacks backs aggressively. Um... I think sometimes the idea could be correct. It's all about the execution, mm. and there's a lot of principles yeah. and stuff that you shouldn't expect Arsenal I'm, to be particular, particularly adept at at this stage of the season. I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, but let me just—I mean, like the thing with a back three is that you need three very strong, intelligent defenders that know what they're doing. I think Socrates is a very solid defender. Mustafi isn't, and I'm not sure whether you can really trust Mustafi in a three. I think if a four when you're a new manager in a new team that's the safest way to go and maybe maybe in training Emery's working with with a three because remember with Conte, when they they won the league maybe he was working on a three during training and was like you know what I'm not going to implement it yet Okay, let's go five, six, seven games. You know what? This is the best time to implement it. So maybe Emery is slowly walking to it. I don't, don't, I don't, s-
2: I don't think a threes on the horizon only because I think that we just don't have the personnel for it if I'm being really Yeah, honest.
3: I mean I mean not nah, like most you know, and like, people.
2: Yeah, like I, I just don't think it's likely to see it from him. I don't think it's a formation that we've seen him use. Mm. Um, I don't think it makes use of the midfield in the way that I'd imagine him to want to use the midfield because mm. and then if you're playing four across the middle you know two of them are going to be wide players immediately mm. so that leaves you with two central midfielders and then three forwards I think Emery would want to play with more going forward Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's just as simple as this you either get one of the full backs to tuck in when you're attacking them on one side or, or and or you just ask your holding midfielders just to sit alongside your centre backs mm. so well, no, I mean, but, not even alongside yeah. it. just, it's just a case of if play breaks up in the midfield area or further up the pitch Mm. And then opposition attack quickly. No, I mean, I mean you should have free players immediately behind the ball, and you'd hope that as soon as you because it's all about transition. Mm. As soon as you lose the ball,
3: ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
2: your team should be pressing even if they don't regain the ball in that area Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's say you're shooting on this area mm. even if you don't get the ball over there you're forcing a misaccurate pass yeah yeah
3: yeah by just pressure by
2: pressure. just applying pressure and yeah. forcing them down one side mm. um, if you get the next call in what's good you're on Fan Park Live you're here with Chris Kane and HH uh, what's your name and what are your thoughts on the game bro hi there uh, I'm Stephen I support Arsenal
4: and uh yeah, basically wanted to talk about how good offensively and defensively we really were, to be honest.
3: Defensively?
4: Hey, let, let him land, bro. I, this guy you didn't land, have reference. I'm, I'm not saying we were good defensively, so I wanted to comment on that. Oh, okay. So I think the difference in these kind of games going away from home um, is Lacazette and Abamyang. I think having those two strikers is making the difference comparatively no. to last season. Okay. But uh, defensively, we're still shocking. It's something we need to work on. Um, I think Shaka plays quite pony, to be honest. Uh Agreed. His right surface, basically non-existent. Uh, Bellerin's basically like jelly, defending. He's been good going forwards recently, though. Yeah. And uh, checks like a malfunctioning pinball machine. (laughs) I think if we're going to play out from the back and play football, um, we need to start putting Leno in goal and starting Terrera instead of Shaka Because I I just don't think they're compatible with the system Emery's looking to play.
3: Yeah. Mm, So, Stephen, let me ask you this. Can you tell me why... (laughs) Emery doesn't start Torreira, and why Xhaka is still starting when Xhaka has been so subpar in a critical I position for Arsenal. I agree
4: with you. But like, it might be because he feels Torreira is not completely fit to play in the Premier League. I would disagree with that. Well, it's been but four he, games. You have to go with what the manager says. He obviously knows better than us who to start. Hmm. But looking at Xhaka's performances, he's been poor, and I can't see a reason from our perspective watching the game either at the stadium or on the TV or wherever it may be. Why Shaka should be starting games? He's not
1: been
3: good enough. Um, it's the same as last season. It's not really changed. Mm. And, 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 and so, what do you. So, we're looking at so Lagazette like, and Obamian. Do you think this is a strike partnership that can really yield a lot of goals this season? Because I think that Lagazette like, and Obamian could be, do amazing things this season for, for, for Arsenal. I think if they are really encouraged to play together and the team plays for them and they're really encouraged to really work with each other, I think that could be the most deadly partnership in the Premier League this season
4: yeah certainly you know you, you saw last season the dressing room was just not there and players players just weren't generally getting on and changing what I feel there was just there was something wrong there um, Arsenal did a pretty good job to sort of say what specifically uh, player wise whether you know who was arguing who wasn't probably due to Wenger's exit and stuff like that mm. but I feel their their partnership you saw them in pre-season how well they're getting on how they're celebrating goals mm. there's clearly a, sort of like a bromance there. Mm-hmm. it's, it's Making the squad gel together better. It's just defensively, I think it's going to take a lot of time. You know, Emory's going to need free transfer windows to sort that out. I think I, I just don't think we've got uh, what it takes to finish in the top four at this present time. Um, I think Europa League is probably going to be our best way because looking at it, I, I think Chelsea look better than I thought they were, um, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, Spurs are obviously still quite good. Um, if we're challenging into that top four with the sides that are there, the only side that I don't think are going to make it with us is probably Man United at the moment that could change because obviously they've got a great squad Mm. but I feel challenging Chelsea for a Champions League place we're better doing it in a cup competition um, than something like a league over 38 games at the moment we've got a lot more to work on than the other five sides that we're going to be challenging for those spots but um, it's looking promising going forward especially it's just defensively it's looking a bit wobbly at the moment
2: All right, Stephen thank you very much for your call man very very detailed I appreciate that I uh, hope you appreciate your week and you give us a call for the next Arsenal game that we uh, are showing after the international break I think yeah we'll do you guys have a great day no worries same sure, well. thanks. yeah um, I think you made a lot of good points there
3: yeah I think to be honest um, you see Bellerin should watch Cabajal and he's yeah. his, his comfort but Bellerin should literally sit down and just study Cabajal's tape because Bellerin is good going forward and he brings something going forward you're a right back the first put of call for a right back is your defensive but duty. But people
2: say that, like, just the thing is that sometimes like, I wonder like, when fans talk about like this whole, you, this is your job, I'm like, is it is a better? job. Wait, I think, I'm, I need to be careful with my wording here because I don't mm. want to sound patronizing, mm. but I'm like, do you watch, do you actually just watch for Would you play football mm. and what level would you play? Like, mm. do you play 11 aside? side do you play 5 aside? side? Because, people really seem to understand there's this thing of transit, like transition is a big thing in football mm. because, you're asking football players to go from a mentality of making the pitch as big as possible to making it as small as possible Mm. like that across Mm. 120 yard in length 70 odd odd yards in in width Mm. football pitch. When you're telling your fullbacks we need you to essentially be our wide players when we're in possession Mm. to the moment we lose possession in an area that has nothing to do with you. Mm. So it's one thing to press in transition when the ball is ten meters away from you. Mm. It's another thing to do it when it's forty yards ahead of you mm. and the pressing over there hasn't been good. So that means that the quality of pass from that centre midfielder over there into the, the wing that you're supposed to be defending mm. is, is is on point. Then you ask him to do a job that's very hard and don't get me wrong, like the best players tend to do the most difficult things yeah yeah. Most effectively right? But I think you're looking at him and it's just like sometimes do you account for the tactical uh, misgivings in, 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 in the team you know what I'm saying
5: so
2: you're a fan of Park Live you speak to Chris Kane at Double H what's your name give us your yeah, thoughts on the game yeah my name's Tony
5: um, I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan yes, and Tony. basically I, I think we all saw today um, what Lacazette can do now I, I was saying I called up last year and I made a very very clear comment that Wenger was sabotaging Lacazette he was basically forcing him into a system that didn't really make sense yeah. now I think we started the whole with it five um three, five, two, one, right? Yeah. last year. Mainly clearly, yeah. it yeah. had forty five touches of the ball today, which tells you he's he's a collective player just as much as he's a forward player, right? Yeah. Now if, if you take that into consideration and if you watch him at Lyon, he was a false nine. Everyone knows that. It's it's not rocket science. Dejom used him like that for France, right? Wenger played him that formation and made him always run, you know, always run forward instead of allowing him to drop drop deep and collect the ball. Yeah. who did he play behind him Sanchez and Ozil what are they high touch players Yeah. he absolutely destroyed Lacazette last year and it was only I think um, towards the end of the season once Sanchez had gone I think against West Ham was it West Ham or maybe Burnley where he scored two goals and set up um, was it he scored a goal and set up like Lac- um, Yeah. and I um, just where his touches started to become higher and you start to see the impact he's had he's been totally treated unfairly by Wenger and also
2: To, sorry to cut you, Tony. I feel like we need to be a bit just heads and in to of saying like Emery sees the light, and because Lacazette like yeah. wasn't starting prior to today.
3: But 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 yeah. why why wasn't he starting though?
2: So but that's what I'm saying. Like we're saying like going off what Tony said. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Emery is prepared to give Lacazette like more of a chance than Wenger did last year. I think you're definitely right in that. But I'll be a bit careful about saying. You know what? Like now we're about to see this amazing strike partnership between them two. I think today. Lacazette definitely Gave Emery Even more of a reason To start regularly 100% cool. I feel like he was the best player On the pitch hmm. Alongside cool. Terrell when he came on I thought Terrell was amazing When he came on But
3: yeah. um No no but he has not I think not like, It's not even more of a reason He has to start Like there is no argument he's, he's, he's For playing Obama he's By himself
5: I don't care what anyone says For me Everyone I to say Ozil For me I don't, I don't see
2: I don't Ozil, Ozil He's a, he's a he's, great technical player what he's actually saying is not player. someone who, who, who takes over
5: games he's not someone who, who, who imposes his will on the opposition and, and to me that's what I saw in Lacazette
2: today anyway go on yeah, yeah 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 listen man thank you for your call man that's a great point to be made um, I mean let's have a bit of a conversation about mm. um, about Mian, and like I said because prior to the show starting we were mm. talking about um, you'd like to see teams generally speaking starting two, two central forwards mm. um, and I was making the case that um, with the changes the game has seen mm. um, we're not going to see or we're not going to see the the kind of strike partnerships that we saw mm. um back in the day where mm. it was out and out strikers. I feel like in terms of the tactical adjustments that you have to make, mm. it, it means that unless you've got forwards that can do a variety of things mm.
3: because Which, I, I, like I, I, can do no, 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 because my what? point point is this is that you're always gonna have a, a risk. there's a risk. If you're midfield heavy and you play with a lone striker you may not really have that full attacking thrust And your central defenders will have an easier time Playing with, with, with one, one striker But you dominate the, the, the midfield You play with two strikers You, so you sacrifice the, the midfield Your midfield has now worked even harder Your striker has now, has now track back But tell me, if I'm a central defender And I've got to deal with two strikers That is far more problematic than just one striker
2: You say that, but we know now That there are just as many teams playing with three central defenders um, As there are two so many teams now are playing with five at the back or three at the back. So, not someone in the Premier League. Still, like, so, 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 I'm telling you now, mm. as a centre forward, yeah, or as a centre, sorry, as a centre back, mm. it's not so much. Oh, I have to deal with two. It's even that one striker. What is he doing? Because we, we, it's good to say, okay, mm. two strikers, one striker, but it's what are those forwards doing? Because whilst I can have my two centre centre backs mm. and there's one centre forward, we only have to worry about Aubameyang, right? Mm. Because one goes, one covers. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But what happens if he decides to say, do "You know what? I'm gonna go pull you out of shape. Mm. So now my center f- center back is somewhere in midfield, mm. and I've got a hole at the back. It all depends on like the context of the game, oh, no, the no, no. context of the quality of the players mm. as well, mm. the tactics of the team. Yeah, are we defending high? Are we defending low? Mm. So on and so on. Do we have do we have a defensive midfielder in front of us, mm. or do we not have a defensive midfielder in front of us? I think. What we should instead of focusing on center central central strikers, mm. it's about how many forwards are we playing For me, if you're playing with a 4-3-3 but like today, Aubameyang is coming off the left mm. into a central area. That is just as effective as playing two, two strikers, two center forwards. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Center forwards. Yeah. People think Firmino is Liverpool's center forward. No. Oh
3: Salibis, no, 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 Salibis. no, 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 no. In
2: the no, no, no. sense of. Mm the runs that you make the position you occupy it's obviously it's they don't it's really fluid. have like a it's classic fluid, number nine exactly. so they don't yeah, have a classic fluid, number nine so it's just like
3: but, I mean, but, but my thing is that why I think that Aubameyang like as I think can walk is that it's very interchangeable because remember yeah. Aubameyang started as a wide man for Dortmund and the club then moulded him into a strike similar to to o- 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 Henry yeah. so I think that Aubameyang is a guy who I can drift out wide but will also come in the middle and I'm also I'm deadly at finishing he's the best finisher out there La Gazette is a guy who is far better at ball control and working in tight positions than Aubameyang is. Yeah. So they have things that complement each other. Aubameyang is the better finisher. He's also faster as well and he's much more direct. Lagazette has better ball control, better dribbling, and is better on the ball. So literally, if Emery on the training ground can just say, work and understanding, interprets the position," it's going to be very problematic than saying, Aubameyang, you play by yourself a midfield that isn't that good Xhaka is trash Gwendouza I still think is very young Ozil is overrated so you have a midfield who are not really really working on that well that's
2: all we like during the driven stuff like the Xhaka stuff you ain't gonna hear any kind of argument from me Um, I I said when he came in I think he had a good start when he came in in the few months Mm. but he's been poor for the vast majority of his off career so far and Ozil I feel like he's doing with Ozil, like he's a quality player, that's not giving you the maximum vis- of his ability. I think that's for a when- variety of reasons. I think that's for a variety of reasons. But you started. You start Ozil. Why? You start Ozil because he's still your best creative midfielder. Okay. Look, you're on Fan Park Live. You speak to Chris Kane and Double H. What's your name? Or what are your thoughts on the game? Uh,
1: my name is am Arsenal fan. What's your name? What's your name?
2: Went- that, that was a bit fast, bro. What's your name? Rohill uh, Rohil. Rohill, nice to meet you, Rohil. Two to uh, us.
1: I'm glad that the result, oh, yeah, another fine uh, in in away win. Like we've not really good in away wins are we? And um I think I think Gwendoza had a good game. Torreira was a game changer as soon as he came up with the assist. Definitely. Uh, and um I think I think the way we played with a banning on the left and that at the top, I think that works and I don't know I, I, I wanted to see Mkhitaryan today but didn't happen
2: OK um, what are your thoughts on Ozil because me and him are about to get into it <laughs> uh, what do you think of his performances so far this season obviously this game in watching, particular
1: watching the game he had a, a few good dribbles and a few good passes but there wasn't. he wasn't really a game changer and I don't know I think we're going to have to wait till the end of the season to see like if he's
2: like changing under who I am you know okay
3: alright well listen Rohil so, so is, is it, it, it isn't happening man. I mean what does Ozo really bring I keep seeing this thing that he's world class he's one of the best playmakers out there okay. what does this dude right. do so, I'm sorry like right. this guy consistently disappears in big games you cannot st- he is the most untrustworthy guy in big you, games
2: you're, you're, you're asking a question right what yeah. does he do and he's the most untrusted untrusted worthy guy yeah in yeah yeah games. I've seen him perform in big games even when you have not played one particular season when since.
3: when was the last time Ozil gave you a top performance in a big game for, for Arsenal where you he, you fully noticed him there's
2: definitely one I'm thinking there's definitely he definitely played well against one of the top teams last season on a couple of occasions I have to you, think about it You can't, I, I there isn't
3: one there isn't one
2: okay I understand you have a point mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're way too intelligent to argue to an extreme to demonstrate your point
3: okay so let's let's not
2: let's not use the he's never ever played belt. Well in, let's not do that. Okay, 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 okay. if, nice like, if we want to get like really semantic, like mm. pedantic, I can get the games up. It's not an issue. But we're having a discussion. Okay. So, but you're asking a question. What does he do? Mm. The reason why he starts is at at the end of the day, in midfield, you need good midfielders that can win you the, win you the ball back. You need good midfielders that can dictate your game and create chances from deep areas. Mm. You need good midfielders that are able to give you penetration. Um, from the middle with their runs good box to box midfielders Mm. you also need good midfielders that are able to create chances from further up the pitch and also keep the ball moving in more condensed areas of the pitch where there's less time and less space there is no midfielder at Arsenal currently that does that better than Meza Ozil whether you believe his overall game is still matching up to the level he's rated at that's another discussion and I won't sit here and argue that he's plays as well as his reputation mm. demands of him like he hasn't and he hasn't done that in a long time for me mm-hmm. his last stretch of quality football in my opinion mm. was the early parts of the 2016-2017 season mm. this is off the back of like when Arsenal beat Chelsea 3-0 um, Arsenal at that point were playing Alexis as number 9 mm-hmm. he was playing in behind him he was getting great goals he was getting great assists he was playing mm. off, like he was playing at the Meso level for that stretch of games that's the last time I could say genuinely that's the last time I saw a world class player from from him he hasn't been that player for a Mm. while however that's been partially down in my opinion to his own contribution or lack of contribution Mm. I also think it's down to the malaise at Arsenal and Mm. just the fact that every or 90% of the players at Arsenal look rubbish Mm. and also down to the fact that he was under a poor coach
3: look I do agree with with you that based on what Arsenal have he has to, to play but I think that Emery and Arsenal should actively be looking for a replacement for Ozil. Because I think that Ozil is perfect for a, a really good team. You put Ozil in Real Madrid, he'll, he'd be amazing. You put Ozil in Barcelona, and PSG, he'd be amazing. With what Arsenal have, Arsenal do not have the players that PSG or Real Madrid have. So with what Arsenal have and who they can attract to their club, Ozil doesn't work. Because Ozil is not a guy that can make a average team really good. He's not that kind of player. He can make... An amazing team, even better. But in Arsenal' but surely, current situation, he can't. But
2: surely, you could just use the logic that you should just buy better players to put around him.
3: Can Arsenal, as opposed,
2: as opposed to replacing him?
3: No, no, no. But my thing is that I don't think that like Arsenal are in a situation where they can attract enough players of the caliber that Ozil will look. But little. Arsenal
2: don't need, like people talk about Arsenal, like they need a revamp. Like really, truly, in terms of the midfield areas, Arsenal need a better wide option need a better player from wide, in my they opinion they need a
3: better central midfielder a better defence hold, hold,
2: hold on in terms of accentuating Ozil's game mm. ov- obviously if you have a better centre back then it helps Arsenal in general but it doesn't do much to enhance Ozil's game I think we definitely need at least one additional centre midfielder I also feel like we definitely need an extra wide player of that calibre that's only two players because I think with Torreira in there that's a player that's like you saw it today as soon as he came on Mm-mm. like they're on a similar wavelength mm. you've got Obama Yang you've also got Ozil involved in that you add another wide player you add another central midfielder like a better box-to-box player in my opinion mm. then I then at that point then there's no excuse on Ozil or he needs better, great players around him no because you have the unit you have the midfielder unit and you have the attacking unit that basically does everything that you require your number 10 to perform at that level I think with Ozo, it's a thing of listen man I wouldn't argue he's a world class player mm. I think you have to to be world class you have to be performing at a top level for consistently cent- yeah consistently he hasn't done that in a while when I talk about players like Christian Eriksen for me being on a similar if not superior level to him I mean that because mm. even though I wouldn't say Eriksen has more ability mm. he's performed better consistently yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. fair right? fair Kevin fair but I feel like it's just a case of it being scapegoated if you look at the problems that Arsenal have so at the moment we could definitely do with better individuals, in particular in defence. Mm. Like for me, you replace the goalkeeper, you replace the two like those those three positions are the most pressing positions for Arsenal. Mm. Replace those three and you're in a good position. I think Gwendozie's done enough. You think Gwendouzie I mean, should he be starting for Arsenal? No. But I feel like he's performed at a level like he's played very good games mm. against Manchester City, Chelsea, mm. West Ham. Oh
3: no 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 I think it's in his
2: debut season no, true. at nineteen.
3: Genduzi and Torreira should be the thing. I think if it's between, if it's like a choice of, okay, you have Genduzi, Jacques, Torreira, it should be Torreira and Genduzi for sure. But I think with the whole Ozil thing, I just think that it's a perception thing. And it just is this water, because I always use the eye test I don't use stats. I use the eye test That's how I, I, I just view football. And for me, I just think that as a number 10, you need to do more than just, okay, I've given the pass. Okay, I've given that through ball. That's it, my job is done. And I think Ozil apologists say, well, he gave the pass, so that, that, that's it. No, as a number 10, demand the ball, get on the ball, keep looking for the ball, keep pressing, move for, forward with, with the ball. Hence, what I just think Ozil is very much a specific cog. You just put in a really good team. So even if Arsenal had a Torera, a really good wide man, it has to be an exceptional wide man an exceptional mid- midfielder because if it's not Arsenal are still a few levels below Man City a few levels below Liverpool so even if they they got that wide man and that midfielder I still think that they're still considerably a few levels um, below Liverpool and Man City so when they do play Liverpool or Man City Ozil again will get found out we just
2: have one more call um, okay. that will end the show on hopefully um, the call come through any second now this guy's giving me Promising me things, you know what I'm saying? Like promising me things, it's not coming up, bro. Okay, hold on. Wasn't cool. cool, bro. It's not technical difficulties, as you can see.
1: Oh, okay, you're know saying I promise.
2: But like again, you talk. We talk about Man City. We talk about mm, Liverpool. Liverpool.
3: Arsenal are a I mean, long listen, way from like, there.
2: Listen, at the beginning of the last season, there's not one player you looked at in that Liverpool side and said they're world-class. Not one. Seller included. Sometimes it's just about the quality of the team in general, how cohesive they are.
3: Wait, and, wait so, so, so you, you say man is not world-class? No, Mane is, no,
2: man is not world-class.
3: Oh, no. No,
2: no, when, no. So what, what you,
3: No, say, no, what no. You can't do oh, that. You can't You can't say that. Ago,
2: three minutes ago, we said you a that. world-class player is someone who performs at a top level consistently, right? That's what he did last season. So you, what's the top level?
3: Top level for your position. You're saying Sadio Mane no, 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 in no, 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 his I, position. I'm asking,
2: I'm asking you, what okay. is the top level of football? What is the highest level of football, in your opinion? Well,
3: international football, football or Champions <coughs> League or in Europe. We'll
2: get back to this one. You're a fan park live. speaking to Chris Kane and Double H. Talk to us, what's your name and what are your thoughts on the game?
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's
2: Devin in Atlanta. Oh, Usually, Devin, my okay, guy, man. But... We back, man. We back.
0: How you been? How you been? Hey, man, it's three points, man. I can't complain. You know, I got my buddy in town from, from Joe.co.uk. My boy Will Lavin is staying with me for a couple of weeks, so I'm excited about that. So well, where is again, uh, we got to watch the match this morning, so I'm excited about that. You know, we uh taking three points in a time like this. We're in a transition phase. We know that.
2: A man with sense, a man with logic and patience. And...
3: Okay, okay, so, okay, so, so, Devon, are you? Do you? If Arsenal don't come top four this season, would you say it would be a failure for Emory if they if they don't make top no. four this season?
0: No, because I, I, I've said all along, it's three windows, man. I mean, next season is really the season to judge them on. There's still players that are getting. I said this last week with Terry. It's, there's a lot of square peg and round hole in this squad, and we see it all the time. We're we're, we're still tinkering. Emory's still trying to fix. Um, you know A team to his liking To his fit To his four-three-three 3 3 preferred style it's, We're still playing This mutant version Of a four-three-three 3 3 Where you know The best number 10 In the world In my opinion You know And I'll get slated for that I know I will I love Mesut Ozil and love Oh
1: no thing, you
2: know? um, In the world The best one That's uh, crazy No that's crazy Let him, no, land, crazy. Let him land.
0: hey It's fine he, It's fine He set up that second goal today uh, with the flick to Laka, or with the pass to Laka, Laka flick to Obamian. I, I just think that when he clicks with those two forwards, you're going to see Arsenal take points. You know, and, and we're in this point now where we can get this run. This is three points that we had to get. Last week was three points that we had to get. And if it's a little bit difficult, it's a little bit difficult. The, the problem with me is the defense and the goalkeeping. I mean, we've given up eight goals in four matches. That's unacceptable. Yeah. We need, you know, And we spent yeah. $20 million, we spent twenty million on a keeper with limited resources that we're not playing. And it's not yeah. like he's a kid. He's 26 years old. Yeah. Play Burn Lennon. Please. I you hear know, you, man. And, and, and if, Hector, if Hector Bellerin is going to be a right mid or a right winger, then do it. But you've got a world class player in Stefan Licksteiner. You've got a player in Torreira that has to play. Everybody calls Ozil a passenger. Granite Shaka is the biggest passenger I have ever seen. What does he do? What position does he play? Help me. Plead. 35 million pounds for what?
3: For what? A yellow card. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> mean... No, 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 oh, no, no. I mean, no, no. Xhaka is a waste because, like, that's your main central midfielder, and he literally basically you've you've gone from Vieira, Gilberto Silva to a bona fide brick in Xhaka Because the guy literally.
2: Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of midfielders in between. Like it did, we didn't go from like Gilberto Silva. No, to no. Xhaka.
3: no but, but I'm saying I mean Xhaka has been one, one of the worst in recent memory for playing in that position, central midfield for Arsenal. Because literally. I'm not sure hey, what man, he does. Apart from a I, few I, long I, shots. I
2: remember the, the Alexander Song days, bro. Listen, Dev, thank you very much for your call. It was great catching up with you. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest Same of the week. man. All right, listen, man. Speak soon, my hey, bro. I'll take the points, bro. Points <laughs>
0: every, every week. Give me three points and I'm happy. No worries, my care. guy. Thank seven, you for
2: the call. Six or one nil. <laughs> Wait.
3: No, 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 no. No, Song is better than Xhaka, man. Alexander Song? Uh, I don't know, man. So, because... So,
2: Listen, you're telling me that money is world class, and we going to end is. very soon. But I just need to—I need to really like probe him on this because okay. this, this is bothering me. All right, all right. So, my thing is, mm. if we're saying the top level is international football, whether it be World Cup or Champions and League and
3: Europe for for Champions League,
2: right? I wouldn't say having one good season in the Champions League makes you world class.
3: You have to still say that for what he—you have to look no, at what it's, what it's, a, it's about, a guy is doing right now. Yeah, yeah and but, for right now yeah, if he's a world right now, class right, player but
2: right now isn't world class right now isn't consistency if like you're contradicting yourself when you're saying that to be world class requires a certain degree of consistency so consistency, um, Mbappe
3: isn't world, world world class then he's because he's only just cock him on onto the scene I'm, so is Mbappe world not, class, class to you
2: no but I've not made the argument no, that he's world class so Mbappe is not world class no and, I'm, and you're talking to a French guy oh my and you're talking to a French guy c'est pas possible c'est pas possible <laughs> don't ever try to speak French ever again because that accent was, was way worse. but, no, the, was point, good, I, but was the point good. I'm making That's is like man. a world class player is someone like Modric is a world class player Ronaldo is a world class oh, player God. these Cristiano. are world class players oh, these are guys oh. that not only perform at the, the highest level they've done it for two, three plus no, no, no. seasons Cristiano no is a
3: goal scorer right. not a world class player a world class goal scorer
2: he's a world-class okay, well, goal scorer whatever the semantics we want to use like the point I'm making is hmm. deviate deviating the original point was is that you used the example of Liverpool and what they do so well and what their forwards do so well but the reality of the situation is is that bear in mind this, this is someone who actually said I actually think this, this forward line because when they bought Salah everyone hmm. was saying okay they still need a world-class striker they still need a top striker I said hmm. no 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 because I see what they're doing and ultimately that is more about how well the unit plays hmm. together so it isn't necessarily about always having world-class players available to you and that makes it a world-class team. Mm-hmm. No, it's, do you have players of sufficient quality and are you able to put them together in a way that brings up the best of them so it doesn't require Ozil to need an exceptional winger or a se- an exceptional center midfield behind him. Mm-hmm. They just need to, like, Torero isn't exceptional but he's good enough mm-hmm. and that's the point. So we'll wrap it on that. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for watching. Um, watch, obviously we've got the uh, live shows straight afterwards for the... Uh, Watford, United Tottenham Wathom. and who uh, United playing again?
3: United against Burnley
2: Burnley uh, that second game should be pretty interesting actually so uh, thank you very much for your time I've been your boy Chris Kane I'm out here with double, double H, H peace. it's been a pretty intense conversation but this is how we like it and uh, enjoy the rest of your day peace peace
1: real fan opinions brought to you by Go.